Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Kaylin. And this, and this is, is Death, Death Row, Row Dialogue. It's a true crime podcast where we talk about death row inmates. And I want to start by apologizing for our long lapse in episodes, but we had a really busy month and we were gone on vacation and it felt like every single weekend we were gone doing something. And then my whole household was sick, so we just wanted to put our best work out. And so we went ahead and waited until everything kind of calmed down to start back up again. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be back on schedule and putting episodes out every week. That's the plan. So thanks if you stuck around. You'll have a nice little surprise that we have a new episode. Yeah. Since it's been a few weeks. I'm ready if you are. I'm ready. Okay, this is one of our uh, normal episodes. It's not an out-of-state one. Um, This one is about Elliot Rod Johnson, and we are at inmate number 24. Oh, wow. I feel like we've gotten through quite a lot. I mean, there's over 500. I mean, yeah, there's still way more to go. Like, we're going to be doing this the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah. But 24 is a nice little dent. Um, He did drop out of high school in 10th grade, and he joined the Army, which he then dropped out of. Because he said that he could not cope with military life. Which I think was more of like he didn't like the restraints and like being told what to do all the time and all of that. He then went on to have to get two drug convictions. So that probably could have had a part of it as well. Also, he was born on August 17th of 1958. So... I want to start by saying this crime is a little confusing. Like, the information I was able to find, it more focuses on his co-defendants than him. So, I'm not exactly sure what his whole part of the crime was, but he got the worst sentence of everyone. He's the only one who was put to death? Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, not as confusing as that one where he went on the road rampage. Oh, all across. Yeah, not state. as confusing as that one, but still a little confusing. So, when Elliot Johnson was 24, him, Malcolm Davis, and Maurice Andrews drove to Beaumont, Texas on April 8th, 1982 to buy drugs. During that time, they stopped at a jewelry store called Granado's Jewelry, and Johnson insisted that he stayed in the car because he didn't feel good. So he said that he stayed in the car during the whole thing and that Davis and Andrews went inside the jewelry store, shot the owner, Joseph Granado, who was 67, and shot Arturo Mendez, who was 45, who worked in there. And they shot them both execution style. Mr. Granado was shot in the head by a small caliber pistol and once with a 35 caliber pistol. And then a witness, um, Luisa Morales, saw two black men leaving the crime. The police also found a black cap with a Playboy Bunny logo on it at the scene of the crime. So Daisy White, which is, is a cap? yeah, cap like, like a, a, a ball cap, yeah, okay. with a Playboy Bunny yeah, logo yeah. on it, which I didn't know was popular in 1982. Well, I don't know when it started. Neither, but before, before that, so, but they found that at the crime. So Davis lived with a woman named Daisy White, who was his roommate. And she testified that she saw Andrews on the day of the crime wearing the black hat that had the Playboy lo- Playboy Bunny logo on it. And that she also saw Andrews with a medium-sized pistol and also saw lots of jewelry wrapped in a towel. 
And then Davis gave his pistol to his wife and told her to clean it and said that we had to shoot these guys or they would have killed us. Davis' wife then placed his pistol, Andrew's pistol, several envelopes, and a red baseball cap into a shed in the backyard. Now, a different person, Gloria Thomas, said that she went with Andrews, Davis, and Johnson, and Johnson is the guy that was murdered, to this guy named Charles Chapman's house. And while they were at Chapman's house, Davis asked Chapman if he wanted to buy $20,000 in jewels and that we, he would have it for him in a few days for him to buy. Which, how do you just know people that have $20,000 laying around to buy jewels from you? I think I just don't know, under, understand how like criminal enterprises work. Because, like, what do you just do with jewels? Like, how do you find someone? You wear it. I don't think they're wearing these $20,000 in jewelry that they stole. I mean, like, if they're getting drugs, like, I'm sure... They just a, trade it? A drug, yeah, I'm sure they would trade it. And then... Or, you know, take it to a pawn shop somewhere. Um, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I guess, like, the only thing I know about this kind of thing is, like, movies. And in movies, they, like, find, like, a jewelry dealer or something. And I just don't know how you get into that. Like, how do you get started? Do you ask, like, do you know a jewelry dealer? You know? So, Davis has also talked in the past about doing large robberies. Like, that he'd wanted to do a large robbery. Charles Chapman stated that Andrews carried a thirty-eight caliber pistol with him. After everyone was arrested, the police searched the residence and recovered a 38 caliber pistol, an envelope that said Granado's jewelry on it, bill of a red cap that had been burned, and one ring, which was Granado's personal ring. And then at Andrew's residence, they found a large amount of jewelry hidden in the fridge, but most of the jewelry was never recovered. So they had get, gotten rid of it before they had gotten arrested. During Johnson's trial, there was testimony that put him in the store. And one of his appeals was that Texas kills black men who murder victims of other races. So his whole thing was that you're only putting me to death was because I was black. And you're saying I killed someone that wasn't black. That was his whole appeal. Argument. Did that work? No. Oh. I mean, he didn't get an appeal. He was still put to death. Oh, I thought you said it was Elliot who was... Yeah, this is Johnson. Johnson, that's what Johnson's appeal was. Which is Elliot Johnson who we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So, which... That statement in itself, like, we've gone through tons of people that weren't black. Like, we've had a multitude of races through the 24 that we've gone through. Right. So. And then, um, Maurice Andrews also got sentenced to death. Davis got life in prison, and then there was a fourth man that was never mentioned here. He got 30 years. So they, so Andrews and Johnson were sentenced to death. But Johnson, not Johnson, sorry, but um, Andrews got off of death row. And after he got off death row, he was, like, serving out his time. I think he got, like, life in prison. And then he was murdered by um, a, pri a different prison inmate. They got in a fight and he got shamed and died anyways. So. 
During Johnson's execution, they were, it took an hour to find a vein due to unsuitable veins from drug use, which I feel like is becoming pretty frequent. It's happened like a few times that we've talked about. And then Granado's daughter, Rosie Marino, waited across the street during the execution and said, I had to see justice is done. I felt I had to be here for this. I don't want to be mean and ugly to him. I just want to see justice done. And Johnson's last meal was a cheeseburger and fries. And his last words were, I'm very sorry for bringing all of the hurt and pain to everyone who loved me so much. I hope all my friends find it in their hearts to forgive me. And he was executed at 1225 a.m. on June 24th when he was 28 years old. For the job? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Was he in the store? So it says that testimony put him in the store. So someone saw him in the store. But most of the information that is around this crime is focused on Andrews and Davis, not on him. And Andrews is the one who died in prison, who got shanked. Yes. And who is Davis? Davis is, he got life in prison. Okay. Yeah. So, it seems like it was a group of them. They all did it. Planned on going in. Yeah. But it just, from everything, the information I was given, it seems like Johnson had the least amount to do with it, but was given the worst punishment. I'm sure there was a lot that I didn't find because it's an old case. I mean, if you're a part of two people's deaths and they were not defending themselves at all, mm -hmm. like you said, it was execution style. Yeah. Do you not think that they should be tried the same? I think that all of them should have got the death penalty. Right. Like, that's the... I wish that I knew more about their trials yeah. to see, like... Okay, did Davis just have a much better lawyer than Johnson? Or, like, why were their sentences so different if they did the exact same crime? Different jury, different judge, I'm not sure. Better lawyer. And that's, like, the thing that's kind of frustrating about this one is because it really does place all of the blame on Andrews, mainly. And... I'm sure Johnson had a big part of it. Yeah. I just wish I knew what it was. Yeah. So that I didn't feel like I had to defend him, you know? But that is episode 24. Inmate 24. How do you just leave your hat at the place you rock? I don't know. Like, maybe the wind knocked it off and he just didn't notice. I mean, I understand they were probably in a panic because mm -hmm. I'm sure an alarm goes off or something. Yeah. Whenever you break, get into it, you don't have the right equipment or something. Or they were just thinking someone else was going to come in. So they were trying to get out of there and he dropped it somehow. I mean, people that wear hats all the time, like that frequently wear hats, I would think that they would notice when they weren't wearing a hat. Yeah. Like, wouldn't their head get cold or something? Like, you wouldn't... I just feel like you'd notice. And, like, maybe he did notice and he, like, didn't have hands to go back. They or were freaking like, out. And they yeah. just were trying to get out of there. But, like, makes me think, like, they burned the other hat. Yeah. So it's like, 
did they do that because they're like, oh, we remembered the other hat? Were they going to burn both hats when they got back? Then why wear a hat? Well, I mean, it sounds like they didn't really try to hide everything. Like, they just put the guns in the shed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're going to And the envelope the that literally says Granado's Jewelry. That has the name of the jewelry store that you robbed. Yeah. You couldn't put it in just a regular white envelope. Right. We, and, like, from the two people you killed. Yeah. In their own store. And, like, you had his ring. You know, like, the ring that was on him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we've seen, most people that rob places aren't smart. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... Like, execution style is really hard to see. Like, these guys were, sounds like they were complying with what, you know, like, they were just like, go ahead, take it all. Mm -hmm. Like, we're just sitting here. I'm sure they have some kind of insurance that would cover it. And then they still ended up getting killed. Yeah. Just unfortunate. And, like, I kind of wish I knew what kind of drugs they were addicted to. Well, you said he... His veins weren't good. Oh, that's true. So I'm sure it was some kind of heroin or something they inject into yeah, themselves. that's true. Well. Rough. Rough one. Stay tuned for our out-of-state one. We will be releasing it on our normal schedule. Perfect. So, and we will do this again next week. All right. Thanks All right. for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.